The final Republican presidential debate before the Iowa caucuses held last night. And did it do anyone any good with Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis throwing haymakers or something of that nature at one another? Meanwhile, Donald Trump appeared on Fox News and appeared to have mended fences with a network that Trump has had plenty of axes to grind with over the last few years. Joining us now to help disseminate all this is Western Carolina University political science professor Chris Cooper. Chris, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm not bad at all. Happy New Year, first of all. And uh, according to a Suffolk University political research center poll, Ron DeSantis pretty much staked his entire campaign on Iowa Right now, he's at 13%. Donald Trump at 54%. Nikki Haley, 34 points back at 20%, but still seven points ahead of DeSantis. So did, he make a big, uh, did DeSantis make a big miscalculation here? Yeah, I think he made a huge miscalculation. In some ways, I think his entire campaign has been a miscalculation, right? I mean, the guy just can't connect. He reminds me of Marco Rubio a few years ago, also from Florida, right? A guy that before the election, people thought, hey, Rubio could really pull this thing out, right? We thought Rubio was, in some ways, maybe the front runner. He's younger, he's fresh-faced, he was from Florida, he had political experience, and he flamed out. And that appears to be kind of what's happening with Ron DeSantis as well. Last night certainly did not help things for him either. Did it help anyone on that stage? You know, maybe Nikki Haley at the margin. Um, right, Nikki Haley's having a little boomlet uh, right now, as we say in in, uh, in politics. Um, she, her numbers are going up. She's looking like a bigger and bigger uh, possibility. She certainly didn't make any big mistakes last night, and so I think perhaps it helped Haley in that I think it's possible now, as the Suffolk poll showed, that maybe Haley might actually be the one to beat DeSantis in Iowa. And then I think everybody expects Haley to perform the best in New Hampshire. Um, now, in Iowa still, although we're talking about Haley outperforming DeSantis, let's remember, number one, with a bullet, we still expect to be Donald Trump. And so he very successfully decided to avoid the debate altogether. He decided to just show up on Fox News instead, not have anybody take real shots at him. And so in some ways, even more than Haley, I think maybe Trump was actually the winner last night. Once again, as I might add, too, and perhaps this was predictable because Donald Trump certainly has had his issues with Fox News going back to 2020 when they declared Arizona for Joe Biden. And that brought uh, not only a stormy response from Donald Trump, but his many followers as well. But it appeared that last night was just a mending of the fences between Donald Trump and two of its most notable so-called news figures. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I mean, you know, I was watching the, uh, the the Haley-DeSantis debate, if you want to call it that, and just sort of caught the highlights of Trump. Um, couldn't watch both of them at the same time, or at least I haven't figured out how to watch two things at the same time. <laughs> um, but uh, it does look like they did mend fences. You know, I didn't expect that to, to last too long. And yes, Trump was very upset at Fox News, but he was less upset at Fox News as he was at let's say CNN or certainly MSNBC or CBS or ABC, the list goes on. So in some ways it was amending offenses and in other ways it was just Donald Trump doing what he does, which is going to the place that's going to treat him the best, getting the best coverage that he can. Love him or hate him, you got to give the guy credit. He knows how to stay alive. He's got more lives than a litter full of cats. 
There's no question about that. And I think this is coming even at a point, and it's been publicized, that Rupert Murdoch really has never been all in on Trump, but his sons are, and that it can't be underestimated in terms of the overall atmosphere of the Republican Party and how Fox will present that. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I mean, Fox News, absolutely, they, don't, they make no bones about it, right? They are aligned with the Republican Party. Donald Trump is the Republican frontrunner, make no mistake. I mean, as we talked about at the outset, you know, Ron DeSantis is almost certainly done. Nikki Haley, I expect, will probably outperform expectations in Iowa, perhaps win New Hampshire, and then lose her home state of South Carolina. She'll roll in a Super Tuesday here in North Carolina and a bunch of the other southern states. I think Donald Trump will probably finish her off then, and I would expect she will probably drop out of the race soon after. So Donald Trump's going to be the nominee, save some sort of a massive interruption, the size of which I don't think we've seen in American politics in the last half century, anyway. And to for another uh, indication of what you were just talking about, Fox News has launched Jones this morning on Fox and Friends. Uh, had Nikki Haley on and said to her, there's just not an appetite for your candidacy. He told her that to her face. So if that doesn't tell you what the temperature is right now in terms of Fox and their relationship with Donald Trump, nothing does. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think we see this with a lot of primary candidates. Political scientists talk about this cycle of discovery, scrutiny, and decline. Right? We discover a candidate like Nikki Haley. We say, hey, Governor of South Carolina, ambassador to the U.N., she can complete a sentence. She's good on stage. We discover her. We say, maybe she's the one to be Trump, right? And then uh, she uh, gets scrutinized, as is happening right now, and then you see the inevitable decline. So the candidates that stay are the ones like Trump. We don't need to discover Donald Trump. We already know everything pro and con about the guy. There's no discovery. There's no scrutiny. And as a result, I don't think there'll be a decline. Uh, very quickly, regarding Elise Stefanik's appearance on Meet the Press on Sunday, do you feel like she was auditioning to be Donald Trump's running mate? Yeah, absolutely. All right, I, you know, I, I, I sort of agree with the conventional wisdom on this one. She would love, lots of folks would love to be Donald Trump's running mate, but I think she was making a very, very good case. I mean, certainly the way she was talking on Meet the Press is, is going to appeal to Donald Trump. It's going to appeal to Donald Trump's supporters. Um, I think she is probably at the top of the short list at the moment. Um, but as we've learned with Trump, he can he can surprise us. So maybe he'll pull out a selection uh, we don't see coming. But she is uh, she's definitely angling for it. There's no question. No doubt about that. Well, Chris, it's always great catching up with you. Chris Cooper from Western Carolina University, where I don't think there's any snow on the ground right now in Cullowee, is there? No, we had some the other day, so no snow, and uh, we're we're enjoying basketball season right now. So if you're a basketball fan, watch this Catamount team. They're fun to watch. Yes, uh, got beat Notre Dame earlier this year and uh, got off to a strong start in Southern Conference play. Chris, we appreciate it as always. Take care. Thanks. Yeah, you too.